I'm Seth Bostead, and on today's program, I'm going to be talking about modern-day moonlighters, composers who are well-known in other fields besides just composing. Of course, there's a long history of composers who trained in other capacities, and in fact, other artists too. Anton Chekhov was a doctor. Uh, The composer John Cage was a designer for a textile firm. Virgil Thompson was a very influential critic for the New York Herald Tribune. Charles Ives, as I think many of us know, did very well in insurance. That was his day job. And Philip Glass was a plumber and taxi driver. In fact, he continued to do all three jobs even after he was famous. He tells a funny story in 2001. He says, While working, I suddenly heard a noise and looked up to find Robert Hughes, the art critic of Time magazine, staring at me in disbelief. But you're Philip Glass. What are you doing here? It was obvious that I was installing his dishwasher, and I told him I would soon be finished. But you are an artist, he protested. I explained that I was an artist, but that I was sometimes a plumber as well, and that he should go away and let me finish. I love that story. It shows to me that, that he's not just doing plumbing you know, on the side. It's a job that he cares about quite a bit. The first composer whose music we're going to hear is John Duffy, who is very well known as having started Meet the Composer, a very famous organization dedicated to advocating for composers. They recently merged with the American Music Center to form New Music USA, so that company is still going strong, alive and kicking, and in fact, we'll hear from a couple of composers who work at New Music USA a little later in the program. As a composer, he's won two Emmys. He's done a lot of work for film and television. He's written a ton of works, and I think he's a very accomplished composer. Let's have a listen to a movement from his clarinet concerto. This is called Madison Square Garden. We're going to hear Patty Farrell Carlson on clarinet and Joanne Folletta conducting the Virginia Arts Festival Wind Ensemble. Thank you. 
music by John Duffy, who is a composer that I really, really greatly admire for the work that he did on the behalf of other composers. I don't think he's as well-known as a composer as he deserves to be, as we heard there. He's a composer with tremendous craft, but boy, did he make the world better for so many composers. He founded in 1974 an organization called Meet the Composer that uh, really worked hard to commission and disseminate new music. And uh, again, just hundreds and hundreds of composers that owe a debt to John Duffy. So really a powerful force in contemporary classical music. We heard a movement from his clarinet concerto, Madison Square Garden. That was Patty Farrell Carlson on clarinet. Conductor was Joanne Folletta leading the Virginia Arts Festival Wind Ensemble. The next composer I want to feature may be known to you. His name is Kyle Gann. He's a very influential blogger and writer about music, actually one of my favorite people to read. And when I'm researching relevant tones and uh, Googling things, I often stumble across him first thing because he's written for so many years on so many topics. And he's just an open-minded guy who I think does a great job of explaining what's going on in contemporary classical music. But he's also a composer and somebody a little bit, I think, like John Duffy, who's not quite as well recognized as a composer as he should be. So it's great to have the chance now to play his music on the show. We're going to hear a movement called Before from his piece Sunken City. He calls this the Concerto for Piano and Winds in Memoriam New Orleans, composed in 2007, so shortly after Hurricane Katrina. This is the Orchestival Harding in Rotterdam performing. Yussi Yatinen is the conductor, and Jeffrey Douglas Madge is the soloist. Thank you. 
heard the Orchestra Volharding, Yusi Yatinen conducting, Jeffrey Douglas Madge, the soloist. Very fun music there by Kyle Gann. He's a very influential writer. In fact, he wrote for The Village Voice in New York City for many years. And now he writes for his own website, which you can read at kylegann.com. What's always so fun for me to do shows like this that have a theme in which the only thing holding together these composers is, for example, that they moonlight in other capacities. And so I can jump from musical style to musical style. But also, it's so fun because I come across composers that I didn't know about before. And uh, our research intern, Jonas Kramer, found this composer, Dave Soldier, who uh, moonlights. That's probably not even the right word for him. (laughs) He is also a uh, neuroscientist under the name David Solzer at Columbia University and, in fact, has his own Solzer lab. As a musician, he's a violinist, a composer. He's got a, a very jazzy kind of bent. He's collaborated with Kurt Vonnegut, among others. He has his own label. He's done some really incredible stuff. The Soldier String Quartet has put out quite a few great albums, and I, I think he's developed a very singular voice as a composer, so really a fascinating career as a composer. And as a neuroscientist and composer, he's done a lot of work, not surprisingly, on the effect of music on the brain and how we produce music, especially at different developmental levels, like uh, for children, how they improvise, how, how uh, at what age they can start producing music. And interestingly, for animals, he's uh, developed instruments to be played by zebra finches, pygmy chimpanzees, and elephants. And if we have a little time at the end, I'm going to play a little bit of this music that the elephants perform. Let's have a listen to a piece that he wrote called Little Andre. This is a piece for the bass flute, and this is the legendary flutist Robert Dick performing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Music called Little Andre by composer Dave Soldier, who is also known as David Solzer, the neuroscientist. We started the show with music by John Duffy, who had founded the organization Meet the Composer. We're going to hear music now by the current president of New Music USA, which is what Meet the Composer became. This is Ed Harsh. And uh, he is also one of the founding members of the Common Sense Composers Collective, so somebody who's very active on behalf of composers and uh, a very good composer himself. We're going to hear Ed's piece, Trill. This is the Cecilia String Quartet performing.
great ending to that piece. I think it's a great piece all the way through, but I uh, really love the way that he handled the ending. That's Trill by Ed Harsh. We heard the Cecilia String Quartet performing, and Ed is the president of New Music USA, a really powerful organization here in the United States advocating on behalf of composers. Wonderful work that they do. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today's program is about modern-day moonlighters, multi-talented composers who are equally known in other fields. You can find out more about the program on Facebook, or on our website at relevanttones.com. Let's have more music by another of these modern-day moonlighters. These are composers who are making equally substantial contributions outside of music. They're also, in some cases, even better known in their other field than they are as composers. Frank J. O'Terry is a fabulous composer. He's also the editor of the New Music Box, which I think I'm pretty safe in saying is probably the most widely read publication in new music in the United States. It's uh, just an incredible resource for composers, and it's uh, extremely well-written, well-edited, a really wonderful publication. Let's hear this piece. I really like this piece. We're going to hear two movements of it. It's called Fair and Balanced. It's for saxophone quartet. We're going to hear the prism quartet. The uh, title Fair and Balanced might make you think of something political, and uh, I think the movements, those titles also will. The first movement is called Remaining Neutral. The second is called Seeming Partial. But uh, they're actually puns. He's referring to a 24-note scale, a quarter-tone scale. And Remaining Neutral means he's actually cycling the entire 24-tone scale so that they're all neutral. They're all equally emphasized. And in Seeming Partial, he's referring to the partial which are um, part of the harmonic series. Let's have a listen. This is the Prism Quartet performing two movements from Fair and Balanced by Frank J. O'Terry. Thank you. 
Light Music by Frank J. O'Terry. We heard two movements from his piece Fair and Balanced for Saxophone Quartet, the first movement remaining neutral and the second seeming partial. Wonderful performance, too, by the Prism Saxophone Quartet. You can really tell when we uh, cycle out of our normal 12 tones there into those quarter tones. It's uh, quite, a, quite a wonderful moment. At first you think, oh, is, is the saxophonist off? But no, absolutely not. It's a great performance. It's exactly what it's supposed to do. Great music by a great composer, Frank J. O'Terry, also a great writer. Well, the next composer, William Sussman, is a friend of mine. We met about 10 years ago. He's a really gregarious, outgoing guy. Um, I was at a conference and just kind of standing at the bar having a glass of wine, and he walked over and introduced himself, and we've been friends and collaborators ever since. He is a jazz pianist and educator and somebody who also writes a lot of music for film and television, but he's a heck of a great classical music composer as well. We're going to hear two movements from his piece Camille, movement one called Vitality and movement three called Triumph. Interestingly, they're for somewhat different instrumentation, as I think you will definitely notice. The first movement is being performed for us by Piccolo Accademia degli Spicci in Rome, and the third movement is being performed by Sussman's own group, Octet. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Thank you. 
Two movements from the piece Camille by composer William Sussman. We heard the first movement, Vitality, and then Triumph. Vitality was performed by the Piccolo Accademia degli Spici in Rome, and Triumph was performed by Sussman's own group, Octet, a New York-based ensemble. Bill's a talented jazz pianist and educator, and he's also scored award-winning documentaries and television shows, in addition to, as we heard, I think, being a very talented classical composer. Well, the next composer I'm going to feature, Daniel Gillum, has a day job in radio. He is program director at WUOL in Louisville, Kentucky. And before that, for a couple of years, he was the program director of classical music at Minnesota Public Radio. So this is a guy who knows classical music radio inside and out. He's also a heck of a composer. I want to feature a piece of his called Piano Trio. We're going to play the movement The Trees Are Silver. This is the Arsenal Trio.
Watching music there by composer Daniel Gillum, we heard the second movement of his piano trio, The Trees Are Silver, performed by the Arsenal Trio. I think it's so interesting to think about these composers with day jobs or the uh, modern-day moonlighters, as I've been calling them. They uh, do what they do during the day, then they go home and they they put all that out of their head and uh, they write music. In the case of Daniel Gillum especially, I think, you know, as program director for a classical music station, he's going to be listening probably to common practice period music most of the day, Beethoven, Mozart, it's wonderful music. But when you go home and you want to write your own music, you've got to get those themes and those melodies out of your head and, uh, you know, write with your own voice. So I think it's just very fascinating to me to think about composers and artists who've been able to do this, to kind of split their brain in this way. Well, for the very end of the program, I want to return to Dave Soldier, as I promised. This is the composer who's also a neuroscientist and uh, the man who built instruments for animals to play, including elephants. Uh, How can you not feature elephants performing instruments specially designed for them? This is from their album, Elephonic Rhapsodies, and it says in the liner notes, this is the long-awaited second offering of elephants in the Thai jungle playing specially designed musical instruments. We're going to listen to the elephants here performing their piece, Ganesha Triumphant. Enjoy.
Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders at WFMT, with special thanks to Seth Kelly and Jonas Kramer. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, an anonymous donor, DePaul University, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. I'm Seth Bostead, and thanks for listening.